All right, let's go to a man who knows all about local body elections. He has won local body elections. He was mayor of Christchurch. He is also a sir. And Sir Bob Parker joins us now. Thank you so much for being on the program. Good afternoon. Hello. Is that Tim? It is. It's Tim and Tim. Tim Roxburgh and Tim Wilson. And uh, Very thoughtful of you guys to have the same name. I really appreciate it. It <laughs> does make it easy. Um, uh, you're yeah. welcome, Sir Bob. So we were, we were batting it around. Uh, what's your take? Should voting in local body elections be mandatory? Well, uh, I, even if you made it mandatory, I don't know that you're going to get anything more than a great deal of disappointment, frankly. I mean, for the vast majority of the time, really, local government isn't that sexy for people, you know. So unless you've got a really big issue on your plate that's divisive and makes everybody angry, not just a, a few people angry, it's very hard to get people involved. So, you know, I think a lot of people think that 90% of the time, doesn't matter who's in there, the staff are putting the information on the table, and it generally will run down the track. And if it's too bad, you can make a big fuss and there'll be a new council. But pretty much, I think we take it for granted. Is that because, and I, I, I'm hesitant to say this, but the, but the councillors, the, the, the ward representatives, are kind of redundant because of the inertia of bureaucracy. Councils kind of run themselves these days. Well, there is some truth in that. I mean, the model of councils has changed a lot over the years. And today, councils have the ability to uh, act in a lot more cases than just, say, the roading and the rubbish and the, and the drains and so on. So it is an area which requires the expertise of really good CEOs, not just like the old sort of, what were they, the sort of, you know, uh, what was the old name for the for the CEO? I forget it now, secretary or whatever. I forgot. That's okay. That's age for you. You're off the That's age. <laughs> but anyway, it was a different you know, life, I, I think there is a, something to that. You know, I, I think that we have, particularly in the bigger centres, pretty competent staff organisations. Today, they tend to be recruiting uh, certainly the heads of department and so on from the same pool that many of the people in, in private enterprise are being recruited from. We expect them to do well. But every now and again, a community needs to give them a nudge in the direction that they want, and that's democracy. And that's when people really get involved. But making it compulsory, you know, I have to be really honest, I'm, I'm not sure whether that's the, the answer or not. Big part of the problem is, you know, can you name more than three or four or five or six of your local councillors? And most people can't. They're just not there. You know, I, I could name the crazy ones. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's easy with the crazy ones. And, and look, I've, we've got a it's dog. Good that there's a few of those, right? We, we've, mean, a dog named Whiskey is running in uh, in Tiaratu. Um so that's fantastic. Um, Whiskey for mayor. Uh, well, no, actually, the full mayoralty, not just for uh, not just for council. Uh, now, as far as the idea of what if you matched local body politics to the general election, yeah. would, would that would that just be drowning in? in just too many stats and it would just be too messy to make it happen? Yeah, I think it would, to be honest with you. I mean, local government is a subset of central government. Historically, you know, democracy was born in local government in a, in a sense. But uh, today it's administering a subset of what central government does. If you put it all in there together, because uh, there are already MPs that you and I just don't know about who are in there, they're on the list or something, you'll be adding even more to that. So I think that we're pretty reactive when it comes to local government. Yes, we should all care a lot more, but the reality is it is a struggle. 
to get people really engaged in that. And that's because they believe that most of the time, the decisions that are being made wouldn't be that much different if a different group of people were in there. And the, and the other thing is that local government, much like central government, but maybe even more, runs on, on name recognition. And if you're an unknown person, you're reliant on people reading the little bios uh, in there, and they're pretty slim. Uh, and if they don't know you, it's a bit of a poke in the dark, really. You know, uh, that's the way it is for most people. I've just done all my voting here. There's a lot of people in there uh, that I have never heard of before. I've read the little bios that come with them, and they're all saying pretty much the same thing. You know, we'll we'll go with wherever the mainstream is taking us at the moment. To, to, you know. So you need a good bio. That that's the trick, isn't it? Yeah, good, oh, you need well, a name recognition. <laughs> you need a good. You need a good. Your name recognition does help. You can't yeah. get around that. You know, yeah. you've built okay. a profile in a community by doing great things or, or whatever. Hopefully, great things that will help you. No doubt about it. People just don't know who the others are on the list. Well, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being on the program. It's Sir Bob Parker, former Christchurch mayor. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon. Well, Tim and Tim, it's nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take care.